Hello and welcome to our new podcast, Trauma, Drama, and Life, uh, by myself, Ben Taylor, and my wife, Kayla Taylor. Uh, we're super excited to be here and be able to just talk with you guys. This is kind of like our first episode, kind of like introductory. We were commenting before we started this, like, we didn't really know what we're doing, right? <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of like, well, we're just going to see what happens. We're just going to start and kind of see where it goes, you know. Well, we've had a lot of people that have, you know, expressed interest or have wanted to hear from Kayla or, you know, have her interact on some lives and things like that. And sometimes it hasn't always worked out for us to do it. And sometimes time-wise, life-wise, drama-wise, trauma-wise, you know, anything like that. We just haven't had the chance to. So we are going to try to do a podcast. The goal is that we're going to be launching this in September and doing one a week, right? Yeah, I think we decided one a week. Yeah, so one a week and just trying to share some insights, um, some learnings, some knowledge, some ideas, um, some topics and, you know, some things that we've been through to give you kind of a little bit of a, uh, I guess, like a glimpse into our lives and then what we go through. Yeah. But yeah. So anyways, um, <laughs> I thought you were going to keep saying something. So. so so, anyways, I mean, part of it too, I, I think probably people would want to know just a little bit about us as far as like how we met or, you know, kind of how all this started. Yeah. So um, we met when we were working for Chick-fil-A. I was, I started working at Chick-fil-A when I was in high school and continued through college and Ben started working there after college and I actually like trained him and I had no interest in him at first. Just love at first sight. <laughs> it was not. <laughs> um, I had, I thought he was cute, but he was also like arrogant and very cocky. And I was like, yeah, no, this is not, this is not where I would like, yeah, I don't I thought I anything. knew everything. Yeah. I mean, at that time you did. <laughs> I got hired in, I got hired in as a manager and so, like, already, like, I, like, was like, oh, I know everything because yeah. I have to control and tell everybody what to do in the whole story. Yeah. So, anyways, we, through a series of events, we ended up um, connecting, like, on a work level more. And I got to know him a little bit better. And I was like, okay, he's not, like, he is very cocky and arrogant, but he wasn't as snooty as what I had thought um and so yeah so anyways so we ended up getting um together we started dating and then engaged and then we got married Mm -hmm. and once we got married that's when like things started changing and our first year of marriage was not very great and um yeah we both normally described as being pretty awful yeah it's just across the board yeah, and I think, like, looking back now, like, I mean, I think it definitely would have been awful, but now that we know, like, you have, like, that you are a narcissist or whatever, then I think that that added to it because he was never, um, he never portrayed those types of things, like, during our relationship, like, dating or engaged or anything. I think engaged a little bit, but I think that we both, or I, just kind of shook it off as... It's just like stress of planning a wedding and going through life and like all Wasn't of that. Wasn't it when we were engaged that I like punched the outside of your mom's house? Yeah, out of or anger or something. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember that because your mom came out and like yelled at me. Yeah. But like that was that was sometime during like engagement. Yeah. So that was one of the red flags. 
but I just, yeah, I mean, and my mom said something, but I was like, he's just, like, really upset. Like, we're just, like, under a lot of stress or whatever. Like, I just kind of, like, played it off. I don't remember what it was about. Yeah, I don't either. Um, I mean, that was, like, eight, ten years ago. Yeah. Nine years ago. Like ten, because. Yeah, because that was when we were engaged, so. Because yeah, coming up, like, this month in September is going to be. Nine years. You know, nine years. August, end of the month. Well, yeah, I'm saying, like, uh, this yeah. is getting released in September. We're uh, recording yeah, well. it, like, the week before. <laughs> so, in 11 days, it'll be our anniversary, which will be passed once you hear this episode. So, yeah, we'll have figure that one out. Nine years. <laughs> yeah, maybe um, nine years in August. But, yeah, so, then during our honeymoon, it was, that was kind of, like, the first time that I actually, like, was like, oh, this is weird, like, because I had, I told him to put on sunblock, and he didn't listen, and I was like, okay, well, like, and I, I mean, maybe I did say it maybe more, like, aggressively, I guess, I don't know, like, looking back, maybe it was my tone, but it was also, like, obviously, like, I can't make excuses for him because it's his narcissism, but, um, I, like, was, like, you know, this is why I told you, like, you should put on some block. And then, like, literally, he just, like, kind of, like, went into this, like, almost, like, rage of, like, rah, rah, rah. like, I don't even remember what all you said. I just remember that that was, like, that caused, like, very, like, a tense moment. And, like, the rest of our honeymoon was, like, slightly tense. And then mm. I remember it, it was just, very like, painful because of the sunburn. <laughs> I mean nine years later and i'm still learning to like listen but yeah i remember it was like very painful because of the sunburn and like that affected a lot of things too but yeah i remember honeymoon being tense and not as being not being as i guess like fulfilling as i thought it was going to be or connected as what i thought it was going to be um but i think i think some of it even like going way back is like hard to remember anything sometimes whether it's just from me compartmentalizing or you know forgetting yeah and I think, um, like, there's sometimes that I, like, bring stuff up of, like, you used to do this. And he was like, wow, like, I was really awful. Yeah, no, there's definitely a lot of times that, like, I remember things that, like, you bring up something and it's something that I don't have any recollection of. And I'm like, I just have to, like, trust you that that's, like, what happened because, like, I don't remember. Or, like, sometimes you'll bring something up and it'll, like, slowly put it together, like, the pieces of, like, oh, yeah, like, I remember doing that. Or, like, oh, crap, like, you know, that was really awful. You know? mm-hmm. yeah but yeah like trying to remember the past is probably one of the hardest things i was talking i was talking the other day in therapy like mentioning that like i need to sit down with you sometime and actually like have you help me like write out like a timeline mm-hmm. of everything since marriage just because like i don't really remember it i had somebody ask me a question the other day and i had to like literally sit down and like think through my life like backwards trying to figure out like when like an event happens so i was like i have no clue yeah and it's just part of all the things that you kind of all, like, struggled. Yeah. Blank. Yeah, but like memory <laughs> is definitely like an issue sometimes of like trying to remember in general. But um I mean that really that really kind of came to light I don't even know what that was, like probably like six months ago or something like that. Whenever we had that conversation in the car one time and then we came inside and then like I didn't remember. Like that was like a really like big moment for me as oh, far as yeah. like impacting 
you know, I don't, I don't remember what we were talking about. It was like a heavy conversation. It wasn't like a, it wasn't like a bad or like an argument, but it was a heavy conversation. And we walked in the garage and like stepped in the house. And I remember like Kayla asked me a question about it, kind of like a follow-up question, if I remember right. And I like gave her some like, you know, wimpy answer. And she kind of like caught on really quick of like, do you not remember like what we just talked about? And like, it like freaked me out because. I think it was more 10 months ago. Cause I feel like it was when we came back from a little bit after we came mm. back from, I came back from our separation. Okay. I, Cause yeah. I think that that's what, yeah, I think. It, cause it was a little bit after that. Cause it was like a year ago now. Yeah. But yeah. Cause so that like, hasn't been like, that wasn't like recent, recent, but it was, right. it was in the last, I guess like 10 months. I think it was like last November or something like that. So this is where we need to write it on the timeline. Yeah. <laughs> just, to, just to be able to make sense for ourselves so we can make sense of trying to communicate and like help other people understand what's going on. But I remember like that moment was very like pivotal to me of like, oh crap, like I have no clue. And like it freaked me out. Like I remember like getting like a little choked up of like what the heck is like wrong with me. Like yeah. even more so because like walking, you know. 20 steps you know from the car inside the house like i couldn't remember a single thing we talked about and that was really like frightening for me i think yeah and i like i remember like the look on your face like you were like terrified and i was just like i think that i think in one sense like some of it has to do with like the trauma that you also went through with like previous like affair relationships which mm -hmm. is weird like to even say like yeah he has like residual trauma from like other women who he's cheated on me with but at the same time like mm. i can't discount like how those relationships like impacted you in one sense because one it helped you get on track of like healing but it also one was like a really toxic very toxic um, right. relationship. Very toxic relationship yeah 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 and i mean a lot of times i'll reference that you know just like the girl with BPD or narcissistic traits, you know, as far as like what I got involved with that kind of made me slightly aware of like, Hey, like I'm actually exhibiting these same behaviors and the stuff that I'm seeing is not being reflected back at me, but is actually being done to me. You know, I think that was like definitely like a, a big aspect. Um, I think probably like, I really had like two main thoughts, I guess, or like questions, I guess, like starting this off is like normally people want to know whenever they hear like, hey, like Ben's a diagnosed narcissist, like he's got these platforms, you know, all this kind of stuff. And, you know, there's a huge aspect where people look at my platform, they look at me and they're like, maybe my narcissist can do that. You know, maybe my narcissist mm -hmm. can change and stuff like that. And, you know, a lot of times people, you know, ask, ask the question or different things like that. But, you know, I think probably the biggest question people ask is, you know, what did you do to make me change? I didn't do anything. I tried. <laughs> like, I think there, there was like a point to when I was like, if I change and do this, or if I do this, or if I say I'm leaving, or if I, I don't know. Like, I think that I tried every single thing that I possibly could and nothing that I did or nothing that I said um, changed him. The only thing that I knew that I could do was just pray. Like, mm -hmm. that's it. And there came to a point to when our relationship was nothing but arguing every single day. And it was not healthy. Like, I was, I would wake up feeling absolutely defeated. I would wake up feeling like I didn't want to talk to him or whatever. And it came to the point to when I actually, like, didn't, I dreaded the time when he was going to come home. And... So I was like, 
this isn't healthy. This is not what a marriage is. This isn't what I want my daughter to like know is what a marriage is. This isn't, um, like this isn't anything that like God has like for me, like this isn't what God has set up for as a marriage. And so I was like, this is like, I'm, I can't do this. Like I'm done. Um, yeah. And that's when we decided to separate yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's kind of like mutual, but like also like on, it was more like on your lines of like, I'm, I'm leaving. And at that point you'd taken a job and moved back down to South Carolina. Well, I was yeah. interviewing. Yeah. Right. I, wasn't, right. I hadn't like officially taken a job, but yeah, okay. I, inter I was interviewing. But you got through that whole process going, going that direction. Yeah. You know, and that was kind of like the, the place. Yeah. I think a lot of times people want to try to hold on to that hope or, or hold on to the aspect of like, oh, like you did something or you made, you know, him change or, you know, they'll, they'll do that for, for me. They'll do that for, for Lee as far as like, oh, like, you know, their wives are influential in them changing or something like that. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things that really there wasn't, you know, because there wasn't a, anything that you could do or say because you tried everything, you know, I mean, we, by the time we'd been here, we'd already gone to uh, had we already done two couples counseling or just one mm. before you, when you left, we'd done one, right? And then, well, we, we, we were going to start doing a little back, bit with that then... one, one lady with like EMDR, but then we like split and did EMDR yeah. separate Yeah. and all. Yeah. Which that was kind of weird. You didn't really like EMDR that much, did you? It wasn't like terrible, but it wasn't like my favorite. Right. Um, I think it helped a little bit, but mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, and then I guess probably like the other question that a lot of times people ask is um, like either why did you come back or like how did I get you to stay or, you know, stuff like that as far as like, you know, oh, well, he's still with his wife or they're still cadet, they're still together, you know, that kind of a thing too. Um, part of that is it had nothing to do, like it. he didn't get me to stay like or anything like that. It was more. Because I tried right away, right? I, I think yeah, I it speak was, on that because I right it was after like a you couple left, of, right? Yeah, so once I left, like, we were talking and stuff because obviously we have a daughter and um, I still, I wasn't going to just not let him see her. So we were still talking and, like, a little bit to allow him to be able to talk to her, see her, FaceTime her, or even make plans to where he had her for a weekend or a couple weekends when I was gone. Um, and it was, I think I had only been gone for a week, week and a half maybe. And he was like, I think you should come home. And I was like, what? And he was like, I think you should come home. Like I'll do X, Y, and Z or whatever. And I'm like, um, like, I'm just gonna have to really, like, think and pray about that. Like, in my mind, like, I was already, like, I was obviously, like, happy because obviously you want your relationship to work. You want them to actually change. But at the same time, I had to look at it from a viewpoint of he said that he's going to change so many times and he says that he's going to do X, Y, and Z so many times and he's only half-heartedly done them or not at all. And at this point, we have gotten we had we had gotten at this point to the half-hearted. Um, it wasn't. It was more like a. 
okay, I'm willing because I know that this is who I am, but I still kind of want like some of these things that I want versus being all in and actually like making the change and everything. And so I was like, I'm just going to like think about it. But of course I was like super happy because I was like, oh, he like, he actually wants to change. Um, and then there was just something. At that point I was still like talking to someone. Yeah. And, and I knew that. And I was like, I was like, yeah, this isn't, I was like, okay, well then you just can't talk to this person. And you, I think at that point you were like, oh, we're not talking like anymore. But like, I knew this person. So I obviously went back and was like, hey, like, is this true? And then she was like, mm, it's only like half true. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, yeah, like, no. <laughs> and so I just kind of just thought about it and I prayed about it and I just did not feel comfortable. And I said, I said, okay, I'm at least going to stay here a minimum of, I think it was like four weeks or six weeks. Cause at this point, like I'd already started making plans with a bunch of my best friends of like July 4th and like all of this and a birthday party that I'm normally not there for one of my best friends, um, kids birthdays. And I was like, I'm at least staying through like the first week of June or whatever. So I think that was going to be like six weeks or something. And he did not take that very well. He was like super frustrated and he was like, I can't believe like this, you've, all you wanted me to do is just like change and this is what I'm willing to do. And I'm just like, okay, well your reaction right now is not showing me any of that. Um, yeah. And so at that point I had just made the decision that like I most likely wasn't coming back. If I, when I came back, it was just going to be to get my stuff and just be done. Um, and so I guess it was three, three months, three months in. It was either three or four. Three or, yeah, three or four months in. That's why when you're writing down the timeline. Um, yeah, like if I'm, if I actually think back, like I can, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was three months. Um, and that he was like, hey, um, like that relationship is ended, like it's completely done, um, we haven't talked for X amount of time and, um, I'm really working extra hard in my therapy sessions. Like I would really like you to come back and us give it a fair go because we haven't actually ever had that with me being like diagnosed and actually like working on my relationship with God and working on myself. And, that was like the first time that I'd ever like kind of been like, oh, okay, like. Was there an aspect you were like scared of? Like, is he just trying to do this? Like, yeah, and I think part of it was there was like that aspect of like, is this like true or what? But then he started like asking questions that like he never had asked in the past, like, how was your day? And like actually genuinely caring because it wasn't just like, if I said good he normally would be like okay and then talk about his day whereas I would say good and then he would ask like oh well what did you guys do today like how is Sophia like just different things like that and I was like like trying to invest more yeah and I was like this is a little weird um (laughs) this hasn't happened since like we were dating so I'm like what is like what's going on and so it kind of just made me like more in tuned. And then he was like, you know, I'm willing to go to couples therapy and all of that. And so I was like, okay, I was like, well, 
in my mind, I didn't tell him like a timeline, but in my mind, I'd already set up like a timeline and I'd already set up boundaries because at this point I'd, I'd already started healing. And by this point, I guess I'd been in therapy for what, six months? Like yeah. if you go like a year ago, August has been like six months. Yeah. Cause you started or, February of last year. Yeah. So yeah, it was like six, six months, six, six seven months. months. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so I was like, okay, I mean, at this point I was going to need to get, come back and get stuff anyways, because we separated over the summer. So all I had was summer clothes. And so I was like, either way, I'm going to have to go back and get fall clothes. So this is just, I will, in my mind, I was thinking I'll give it a month and let's see like how it goes. And at that month I'll reassess. And if things have not gotten better then that automatically tells me like, I'm done. And if they have gotten better, then I'll stay another month and see. Because obviously, like... So you reassess, like, monthly now? It's not monthly, but I do reassess every <laughs> once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was... It's just kind of one of those things that I was like, if he's truly changing, it's going to be a consistent change. And it's not going to be after a month because, you know, you can only fake it for so long. Like... After a month, I'm going to be able to tell these things or be able to figure something out or whatever. And so, at the end of the day, like... I think you probably you probably knew or thought at that point you could tell like, if my heart was in it because of just the past, like, eight years of having affairs and noticing, like, when my heart hasn't been in the majority of the relationship either. Yeah. Or, like, when I haven't been, like... A heart might be misleading of like where I haven't been like actually trying or like putting in actual behavior differences effort. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. So got back and that's kind of when, well, actually that's when I started noticing mm -hmm. a huge difference. Like it was kind of weird and I was, and I was very like not standoffish. I was just very hesitant. Very cautious. And cautious. Even the Probably like the first six months back. Because mm -hmm. I feel like I feel like there was like a turning point for me like last December. I feel like I started like becoming more comfortable of like opening up and like telling you like how I feel without having that fear of is this going to end very badly or is this going to end in like or you like getting mad at me for saying something that is right. bothering me. Mm -hmm. Cause you still, he was still working on having to be able to one, understand my emotions and understanding like what I need and hearing like how things that you have done has hurt me because you just kind of want to just like dismiss that. But then in that moment, it's like now that you're changing, like you have to like sit in that with me and like, right. I just want to move past it. Right. Cause always. that brought back like shame and guilt right. and yeah. Like sitting in the moment like always sucks. I mean, right. it still sucks. So like, it's not like it's any better, but like being able it's just a little bit easier. Cause yeah, I guess like being able to like so work long. through and like practice more of like sitting in it. You know, I think that's helped. Um, I guess a lot of times I view it as being is like going to the gym and like building up reps. Of it's like slightly easier now to handle. You know, picking up the you know fifty pound weight of shame where before like the you know, five ounce weight of shame felt you know like. A thousand pounds you know so right. like slowly being able to embrace or kind of look through different aspects and attributes and behaviors that i've exemplified that are 
not necessarily easier to digest, but easier to not like throw me back into that place of shame where then the next you know action is to avoid or blame or rage or stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah. Um no oh, sweet. It's been like twenty three minutes. So well hopefully I mean we have no clue what we're doing. We're just we're just coming on here and talking. So we'd love to be able to get feedback from you guys. Um feel free to like, rate the podcast. Uh if there's a way on the podcast to shoot us a message or you know message me on Instagram or anything like that of like what you guys would like to hear, questions you guys have. Um we'll definitely be able to answer those and kind of continue moving forward. Um, and we'll get more scripted out, but we just want to kind of introduce a little bit and probably the first couple of episodes are going to be us trying to share some of our story and mm-hmm. different things that have happened in our crazy life. Yeah. And that's why we named it trauma, drama and life. So it's not just like specifically to like our, you know, our history of, mm-hmm. you know, re- him recover, him being a recovering narcissist and things like that. Um, but it can also be like parenting or anything anything yeah Yeah. so kind of like very broad because i think a lot of times people it's easy for people to think like oh like that's narcissist and that's like it you know like he's just that and you know there's other aspects of life that you know we both engage in that you know we don't talk about or we haven't like opened up on any like social media and stuff like that yeah so anyways cool thank you guys for listening so much really do appreciate it and stay tuned for the next episode of trauma drama and life yep see you guys